When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways, shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Dios FM. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Locatora Radio. Welcome back. This is Mala Munoz. And this is Dios FM. And we are Las Locatoras of Locatora Radio, coming to you once again from Radio Espacio, located here at Espacio 1839 in Boyle Heights. Thank you for joining us. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella archiving the brilliance and legacies of women and femmes of color. Thank you for tuning in to Capitulo 43. We just keep we just keep rolling. <laughs> we just keep making more capítulos. Like we are unstoppable. We've been busy again as always. Right. I'm and I'm so happy that we're back from our break. Uh, last time on Locatora Radio our radio novella, we interviewed Jay Dodd for to, uh, our Capitulo 42 talking shit and taking selfies if you haven't tuned into that one make sure you do it's such a good dialogue about um taking selfies and like claiming your body taking up space especially like for jay as a black trans femme so we were super happy to have them on the show 
And I think that this maybe was our first, like, alumni episode. Oh, yes. Right? Like, so Jay and I went to college together, and that's where we met and became friends. So it was cute having a tough salam here on the pod. Yeah, I agree. I agree. On the pod, on the pod. In addition, we had some new stuff come out about Locatora. So we were super excited to uh, see that we were on this list. It was such a surprise. Um, so on this Fierce by Me Too article, it's titled, These Latina and Latinx Hosts Share Our Stories and Highlight What Matters to Our Community Through Podcasts. And it's by Stephanie Ginesi? 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 And, that um, sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, her IG handle is, I believe, La Brujarita. And it's, yeah, it is La Brujarita. So, yeah, just thank you to her and thank you to everyone that includes us in these listicles and, like, shares our content. I wanted to read um, what she wrote about us because I thought it was super cute, super sweet. Um, so she says, you can't have a podcast list without featuring everyone's favorite mommies of myth and bullshit. Locatora Radio, the podcasting power couple of Mala Munoz y Dios FM pump out capítulo after capítulo celebrating the, the power and legacies of women of color. These hosts love to stay busy creating workshops, doing keynotes at universities, and femseeing events all over at Los Angeles. With Las Locatoras, every hour is Brown Girl Hour. I love it. So cute. That's such a cute, like, accurate representation, like a good summary of us and what we do. So That's thank us. you, girl. Thank you. We're so happy to be featured on this list with so many of our other favorite podcasts, like... Lots of good Latinx podcasts. Yes, like Bag there. Ladies and Radio Menea, Luz, Luz's podcast, yeah, and so many others. Yeah, that's not the only list that we were included on. This next list was a huge surprise for us. Um, we, well, Diosa, you happened to be on Instagram and saw a post that Radio Menea had made. Yes. About Radio Menea had been featured on this Forbes list, Women of Forbes, 10 Refreshing and Diverse Women-Led Podcasts for Creatives. Yeah. And uh, so Radio Menea had posted it, and I was like, oh, I hadn't seen this list. So I clicked it, and I was scrolling, and I was so, like, excited and thrilled to see all this, like, this very diverse list of pod- women podcasters. Yeah. Like, there's black women and API women and Latina women and just women of color in general. So it was so nice to see it. So I'm scrolling, scrolling. see Radio Menea, and then, boom, I see... Number eight, Locatora Radio, <gasps> and our photos also Us. included. Yes. And it was just very exciting, and it's so funny because Marla and I always joke about, like, our crossover moments, and we feel like we've ha- we are always like, okay, now is this the crossover? Is this the crossover? What about now? Now it feels like the crossover because it's motherfucking Forbes. It's Forbes. It's Forbes, bitch. This is our, like, Selena records her English language album. <laughs> this is it. So the author of the article, Jane Claire Hervey, thank you for including us. We appreciate you. So it's it's a list of, of all these really great women-led podcasts. And we are right next to Two Dope Queens, hosted by Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson. So Two Dope Queens is number seven on the list. Locatora is number eight on the list. And here's what they said about Locatora. Um, on Forbes, regularly featuring Latinx artists and creatives, Locatora Radio describes itself as a radiophonic novella. Them and Munoz, the podcast hosts, are self-proclaimed mommies of myth and bullshit, and they take on topics ranging from tech to pop culture to mental health. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That is what we do. We're just like, just thank you for seeing us and including us and validating I know. what we do. I know. I get so like excited and emotional and just like thrilled that what we do resonates with so many people because... You've been listening to us from the beginning. 
you know that this has been completely DIY. Yes. You know that we've been learning as we go. We learn with y'all. We learn, like, what works and what doesn't. Right. And, like, what resonates more with y'all and, like, how we can keep pushing it and keep growing. So it's so nice to see, like, our labor of love being recognized. Yeah. You know? Our seeds are blooming. The seeds that we've planted are definitely blooming. Yes. Um, and I mean, we're still, and it, we're still DIY. Absolutely. Like we still, like just, just as a reminder or like for our new listeners, cause I know that we have new listeners mm-hmm. all the time and new followers. So we record this out of a community radio station, Espacio 1839. Yeah. They allow like community to come and record for free and have radio shows here. So we're so grateful for that. Um, we've never paid like to take a class, you know, in podcasting or in soundboard operating or any right, of this right. stuff. And like very behind the scenes. But when we first got here, like I'm like, I kid y'all not, it would take us like an hour to set up because we could never, we could not figure out the board. Yes. Now Mala is our soundboard operator and you know, we've like, we figured it out and we, we've learned and it took a lot of trial and error. Like if you li- if you've been listening since the beginning, you remember that. Capitulo 10 with Queer Chicano Chisme. <laughs> we had to record it three times. Three. Because there were all these issues with the sound because we didn't know what we were doing. Yes. But, you know. Anyway, so, like, now here we are. And, like, it's still very DIY. But we have, like, a better understanding of how to do things, how to work the yeah. board, how to do sound editing and all of that. And, you know, again, for our new followers and listeners, like, if anybody had ever wondered, like, why do we do keynotes or why do we do workshops or why do we have our Venmo or why do we have merch... Well, because we fund everything ourselves yes. as well. We don't have any sponsors. Mm-hmm. We don't have any like financial backers. We don't have any investors. So when we do workshops or keynotes, if we're offered an honorarium, all of that goes directly back into the podcast right. and keeping things going and paying for travel and our eyelashes. Take, well, our- also like when we do keynotes or we do mm. any travel that we have to do, we have to take time off of work yes. and we don't always have like paid time off. Right. So we have to, you know, we have to make up for that. And there's been very, very few times that we've ever like paid ourselves, like as individuals, it always goes back to the podcast. So just some background, yeah. which is why it's exciting for us to see like a major publication like Forbes. Right. Cause we're super indie. We're little, you yeah. know? So anyways, thank you, everybody. We have some upcoming events uh, yes, that we, we need do. to announce. Yes, so uh, this coming Friday at MacArthur Park, Levitt, so at Levitt Pavilion, they are hosting their 50 free summer concert, concert series, and we are actually going to be hosting, we're going to be femseeing this upcoming one, Friday, July 13th, mm-hmm. and it's going to be, um, so two bands are playing, one is Soto Mayor and the other one is Coast City. And we're really excited because as you like, if y'all don't know, MacArthur Park and that area is like a very big Central American, Latino, Latinx uh, community. So Levitt is like trying really hard to like um, really bring arts and music into under-resourced, underserved communities. So we're really excited to be partnering with them. And it's really cool for us to be involved in the concerts at MacArthur Park. You know, I live in the area and... The concerts there at MacArthur Park are always a huge, like, draw in the summers for the community. And the the concerts really do get packed. Mm -hmm. And people come out and families and kids. And I remember one of my favorite shows that I saw there um, was when Ozo Motley played. You know, so they'll bring in, like, groups even that are L.A. locals that have gone on to do big things. And they're flying people Mm -hmm. in also from outside the country. Yes, yes. So it's really exciting. And um, if you've never been to, like, a concert in the park, or anything like that like just so you know like take your lawn chairs 
take your beverages, take your food. Your like you snacks. can have a picnic. It's family friendly. My family's gonna go. Like our friends are gonna go. Our friends are going. We're gonna try and gather everybody and. So yes. let's go. Let's pack it. If you let's are a listener fun. and you're there, like wear your poppy hat. Good idea. Good right? idea. Love it. <laughs> wear your poppy hat. Wear your pins. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that's Love It on July 13th, yeah. MacArthur Park. Come see us. Last night. Hold on. Just oh. let me let me say real quick. Okay. Um, we also will be femseeing some events in August. So if you can't make it out to this one, there will be a few other ones in August. And we'll announce those as they come closer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, I just wanted to share that. So I don't know if you've all heard of the Upright Citizens Brigade, but they have like a theater in Hollywood on Franklin, and then they have like a comedy venue um, on Sunset in Hollywood. So they do like a lot of different theatrical productions on sketch comedy and stand-up. So um, I want to thank Spanish Aki Presents, which is like a Latinx sketch comedy group based out of Upright Citizens Brigade. And... uh, Raisa Licea for inviting the podcast to go to one of their shows last night for Spanish Aki Presents. So we got to see Justine, Justina Machado, yes. who's the lead actress alongside Rita Moreno, um, for One Day at a Time on Netflix. Uh, she was a special guest at the show. We saw stand-up from BuzzFeed's Gadiel del Orbe and Andrew Santiago. They both did stand-up. DJ Tragic played. We saw Gina Rodriguez. She was there in the audience with her man, so that was really exciting. Um, so I went with with um, our friend of the podcast, Melissa, and it was a great show. We saw like all this Latinx sketch comedy, um, stand-up, um, improv, and it was really fun. It was really fun. I haven't seen live theater in a long time, and it was nice, you know, to go to and see like all these young Latino creators just like doing it and putting on shows. We might have something secret brewing in the future in yes, this area stay tuned maybe possibly so stay tuned for that because you know we're getting into the live shows and everything so yeah super fun yes i'm like so happy that mala was able to go and like represent for the both of us um and yeah like she said like we'll see what the future holds for us yeah um and then okay so this past week um i we were doing some polls via instagram and like we wanted to like find out like how y'all how y'all listen to us what are y'all doing while you're listening están limpiando la casa están manejando what are y'all doing so that led us to think about like or ask y'all like what if we were to host like a meetup in la for our listeners that live here Mm -hmm. and y'all were super receptive and super open and down so we did another poll and we voted on a date. So we're going to be having a uh, meetup for our LA Locamores Saturday, August 11th. Location is to be determined. We're trying to figure out the best venue. Um, and it's going to be in the afternoon. So anticipate like 2, 3 o'clock, something like that. And we'll keep you all posted. But for now, save the date. Save the date. Be prepared with your poppy hats, pins. Um, bring friends, bring family, bring loved ones. We just want to get together and just hang out with everybody. Yeah, it'll be super low-key impromptu. And, like, if you've been to our shows or you've, you've been to any of our events or our parties, like, you know that we can't, like, really talk very much to, to everyone. Like, we can say hello and, like, chat briefly, but it's just so busy all the time. Yes. So this will be a way to, like, get to know us and, like, talk to us more on, like, a personal level where there's not, like, speakers blaring and, you know, all that really fun stuff of the party, but not, like, the best place to, like, chat, you know? Yeah, and as Yosa pointed out, you know, like, 
we have, when we've done parties and events, they've been like at clubs or bars. Yes. Even our own live show, right, was 21 plus. So we have listeners who are younger than 21. Um, mm-hmm. And so trying to figure out a way to connect with everybody outside of the bar space. Yeah. And the club space. So just like if you are a listener that is under 21 and you want to come, like this will be the event for you. We're yes. like really trying to plan it so that it's accessible to everybody. Um, and also, like, folks that are sober and don't want to be at, like, a bar space, you know? Exactly. So, um, so we have options yeah. for getting together. So we're trying to find, like, the right place. So we'll tell y'all. We'll let y'all know. Yeah. All right. Are and we now, ready? We're ready. Yes. It's time for listener questions. Okay. So the first one is being the mommies of myth and bullshit and illusion to one of Sandra Cisneros' poems. Nailed it. Yes, it is. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Yes. So the very first capitulo, capitulo uno, locatora, or no, loca epistemologies, we actually discussed like the poem Loose Woman by Sandra Cisneros, which is where uh, the mommies of myth and bullshit comes from. She says, I am a woman of myth and bullshit. And she also in the poem goes on to talk about how like, I'm a woman of myth and bullshit. I, and yes, I authored some of it, yes. right? So our whole idea, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, mm-hmm. but the idea in creating an audio archive and creating a radiophonic novella in which we and our friends and our folks are at the center, right, is like, we are writing our own mythology. We're creating our own narrative and like our own archive of our lives. And we're documenting our bullshit ourselves, you know, like you can't rewrite our history because we're writing it ourselves. We're documenting it as we go. Absolutely. From the podcast to the Instagram and the selfies and the stories Mm -hmm. and the posts and the tweets, like it's all documentation, you know, like we have written what's happened. Yeah. Basically. Right. Right. And if you think about like ancestry and like communities, right, a lot of stuff gets lost and a lot of stuff isn't documented or archived. So it's really important now. Like now I I think about like um, like what does like queer ancestry look like? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of our elders, like we don't have a lot of elders. Like if you think about like the queer community or even like femme, femme elders. So like thinking about that and honoring like what what legacy are we leaving for like the queer femme women of color folks that are to follow us you know like what are we leaving behind to like keep building off of so I think that that's something that we're doing and like that is where where mommies of myth and bullshit comes from and like mommies because we're mommies because we're mommies because why not because we're mommies (laughs) and for me too I think there's a, a part of what we've done with the podcast and with just our social media is like creating your own hype you know yeah you gotta create your own hype you gotta you gotta name yourself and tell people that you're bomb right 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 you know so we name we named ourselves the mommies of myth and bullshit right nobody like bestowed that upon us it's not like we earned it and somebody recognized us with that no we created that for ourselves yeah we made that you know we became it and So just for anybody who's interested in, you know, pursuing some type of a creative project or if you yourself are the creative project, not being afraid to hype yourself up in those ways. Yeah. And I mean, I think everything that we do is like not for the male gaze. Right. And that's what like being like femme is. Right. You're doing it for yourself and you're doing it to be empowered Mm -hmm. and you're like owning this femininity and it's not because you are doing it for the male gaze you know what I mean so there's so much power in doing it for yourself and like doing it in community which is what we do so yeah 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 and we do I think the myth part is important for us because 
we talk about going back to look epistemology yes we will look at historical traditional cultural myths and mythologies and unpack it and mm-hmm. look for the survivor narrative a lot of what we do is counter narrative like mm-hmm. our podcast is a giant counter narrative yeah so i think that for us that tagline ties into it too we don't need to be like we don't need to be useful in a utilitarian way yeah. or academic in a useful way. We can we can bullshit and still do it and it still counts mm-hmm. and you still want to listen to it and it's right. fine. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So yeah, so yeah. good question. Great thank question. You. Thank you to whomever submitted that one. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so next question and we're going to like build off of this question for the rest of the capitulo, but this question is... Um, is it too late as a 24-year-old woman to make lifelong friends? Any suggestions and or advice on where to find some bomb friends and put myself out there? I need friends like y'all. Besos. Good, good question. What do you think? No, I don't think that it's too late as a 24-year-old woman. Absolutely not. Um, I feel like, um, maybe I, I don't know, but I'm going to make this guess that maybe this woman, this 24-year-old, is... Um, has kind of like outgrown her older friends or her friends that she's had for for an x amount of time a From significant school, maybe. yeah yeah so she that she may feel like she doesn't have any friends you know what i mean um and that's okay i think we've talked about that in in, in another capitulo where you will it's natural to outgrow people and having someone be in your life just because you have history isn't necessarily the right reason to have them in your life if there's you're not um, really like if there's no like mutual like exchange and like effort and like all these things that go into being a good friend um, then I mean there, there's really no point in them serving I mean being in your life if they're not serving anything beneficial for you you right. know what I mean right um yeah that is what I think about that uh it's definitely 24 is very young yes like you're little <laughs> you're little somebody I'm 26 and someone told me that I was little the other day right, right, right. <laughs> like an older woman was like you're little Um, But yeah, you're really young. If you're 24, you're really young. And, um, you know, my mom, being an older woman, my mom still makes new friends. Mm -hmm. And then, like, like solid friends, like good friends, not just acquaintances, you know. And I think that, for me, where I've made friends as an adult has been people who share my same interests. Yeah. You know, like, we talk about our origin story, Diosa and I, and we became friends because we had this shared interest of using the internet and being online and then hanging out with other Latinas. And it became like, that's what brought us together. Um, same with, with Jessica and yeah. Gordita Applebaum and Maritza. Like we were all just IG users who just came together because we happened to all follow the same accounts, you know? So yeah. I have, like, my sister is, my sister's highly involved um, in this, like, women's Harry, this women's Harry Potter, like, club, Mm -hmm. like, on Facebook. She's, like, heavily involved. And she's made so many friends that way because she has this heavy interest in Harry Potter. And they, like, have monthly meetups. And they, like, get packages. And, like, they have, like, shirts. Like, the whole thing, you know? So all that to say, like... If you have an interest, even if it's, like, niche or weird, like, I promise you that there's, like, yeah. an online community, which mm-hmm. translates into an in-real-life community. Yes. So don't be afraid to join those groups and just get started and show up to things. Yes. We've had listeners, we've had 
Okay, speaking of making friends, I know, we know for a fact that the podcast Locatora has brought mujeres together and mujeres have become friends. Yes. Like, we have listeners that will come to our events, like, alone, like, sola, you know, but to, like, and have met people and have become friends with us and, yeah. and with others. And, like, our events, I love that our events feel safe enough for people to come alone. Yeah. And they know they're going to find fun and community yes. even if they show up by themselves. Yes, I agree. So, I mean, if you, this mujer or just anyone in general, like, come to the events. Like, I think Come to that, our meetup in August. Come to our meetup. I think that that would be a great place. And... I, like, totally 100% agree with what Mala said. Like, finding people that you share interest with, you know, I think that is where um, the commonality will lie and, like, where you can build a friendship off of. And also, it's okay, I think, to have, like, your friends for certain things. You know what I mean? Like, you have, like, your gym friends, maybe, or, like, your hiking friends or whatever, like, you do activities with. And then you have your drinking friends, your brunch friends. And then you have, like, your homegirls that you're Mm going to, like, go to, like, for everything and and they're kind they kind of encompass all of those groups, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so I think that that's okay. Um and yeah, I mean, I don't think it's too late at all. Like yeah. Put yourself Put out yourself there. Out it's like there. dating. Uh it's like dating. <laughs> Face. It's like dating. It's easier than dating. It's easier than dating. It's easier, but it's like dating in that you got to put yourself out there. Yes. You, Because, you know, friends, as an adult, friends don't necessarily come looking for you. Yeah. You, you, you have to put in the effort, like both of you do. To run into each other. Yes. And collide somewhere. Yes. I, my friend Monica has, like, an entire community of, of people she's become friends with, and they go to events because they all, like black milk clothing company mm. you know what i mean like and they all follow the clothing company's facebook and when the clothing company has pop-ups yeah. they all go and they all wear the clothes it could be anything yeah i've seen that like when like makeup artists have um their like meet and greets and then like the makeup community has it's like its own community like of all the like beauty gurus and exactly. like all that stuff you know and so like there's so many communities i feel like the internet has like really made that available to us all these like sub communities within one community yeah um, which I think is really interesting. Like, I just joined like a like a POC skincare group on Facebook. Love it. And I was like, I thought I knew a lot about skincare, and it turns out I don't. Like, <laughs> so, like these mujeres, these women, these folks talk about like the ingredients in the skincare, and how, like literally like the scientific shit. Like, well, if you're using this product and it has this ingredient, well, you can't use this one because it has that ingredient, and it's not going to mix well. They know the they chemistry. know that kind of shit, and nice. I was like, wow, I just know that vitamin c is good for my skin that's all that i know i thought i was on top of it because i was wearing serums so but no so anyway the point is that there's like a there's a lot out there and like i yeah. hope like you find your group and like come to our events yes I yeah events. the mujer that actually wrote this wrote this question she also like dm'd us the other day um i forget about what but she dm'd us so Come to one of our events. Come to the meetup. Like, let's be friends. We want to meet. We want to meet you. Let's be friends. Yes. I think it's time for us to uh, go into our song break. Yes. Orcasteras peligrosas.
that song. That's a classic. Right? That is a classic joint. Also, like, Adrian Vaidon looks so young. I mean, obviously she is, but, like, oh, my God. They were babies. Right? They were, like, 13 or 14. They were... I can't even... So many of, like, our favorite, favorite pop stars got started when they were so young. Beyonce right. and all the Destiny's Child girls. Right. Britney. Right. Christina. All of them. I can't even imagine. No. I feel young in, like, our, our 20s. Right. Like, trying to do stuff. Like, I can't. Like I know. Oh, my God. All so right. We anyway. appreciate them. Yeah. So, anyway, so the topic of today's capítulo is actually um, comadre goals. Comadreando as politic. Yes. Um, as survival. As survival. Like, what does... As femme defense. Comadres look like. What, is, what does, like, camaraderie, comadreando look like? First, I think it's so fascinating because I don't know that there's, like, an English language equivalent to the concept. I don't know if there is. Like, literally, you're a comadre, you are co-mothering. Yes. You're a co-mother. And, like, in Latinx communities, as we all know, to be a comadre, like, can take a lot of different forms. Right. There can be the formal, like, you're literally the baptismal, like, godmother to yeah. someone's child. Yeah. Like, I have... My hada, mm-hmm. um, and I baptized her. So yeah. I'm like formally, like you know, like my uncle is my my compadre. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like the baby's godfather is my compadre, and then her mom is my comadre. So there's like that literal yeah. way of doing things. Yeah. And then there's the less formal way of being a comadre. Yeah, yeah. And like I like, my, so my my nina is like my mother. So like when you're talking about like co-mothering, it's like absolute, absolutely, like. I think being a Nina is, like, a very very big responsibility. It's a very big role. Yes. Um, because she, like, she mothers me in, like, all the fun ways, you know? Like, she doesn't have to, like, deal with my bullshit, you know, like, the way my mom had like to. Like, daily. Right? right, right. But, like, my Nina, like, she gets to, like, consentirme, spoil me, and, like, we get to, like, have all the fun, you know? And, and then that's it, you know? I right. mean, she does mother me in other ways, but, like, the point is, like, she gets to be, like, the, the mom that goes home. You know what I mean? The mom that takes a break. Right? Yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think Nina's are, like, when I, because I have such a good relationship with my Nina, I'm, like, when I think of Nina's, I just think of, like, warmth and, like, love. and like, Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, with my... Um, with Chloe's, with my god baby, with my hija, like I fucking love her so much because she's hilarious, and I see so much of myself in her. The other day, like I hung out with her, right? And I don't right. take like. Here's the thing, like I have, I have never really taken care of like a child for like a, a long period of time by myself, right? Because there's just so many other people like in the family, in the house. It's never been like just you, me. There's never been a necessity for me to like take care of the baby for a week or for three days, you know, like I'll babysit for four or five hours here and there. And then we're relinquishing. Right. So like I had Chloe's the other day and like we went and we got tacos and we blew bubbles and we hung out and it was just me and her. And I'm, I'm like so annoyed because at the end of it, I was like, wow, I'm like, I, I'm like, could be such a cute single mom right now. I hate you. I'm so good at this. I hate you. <laughs> Baby sits once. Right. Is prepared for is single prepared motherhood. prepared for motherhood. You're ridiculous. But it was but it was so cute. Right, right, you know? right. It was a cute thing to do. But like the the like non formal or like informal like yes. comadre ways that like our sisterhood, our like friendships that they kind of like tur- they turn into like this very like 
like family type of relationships, right? Like I like joked with Mala like the very first time that she gave me plant clippings. I was like, oh my god, comadres level unlocked. Like comadres status unlocked. I was like, this is it. Comadres status unlocked truly in real ways. And it was the perfect clipping because it's the it was the standard like potos, like every senora has this house plant. (laughs) Every senora has this house plant somewhere in the house. Yeah, and I told Mala, I was like, Oh, I want to buy this plant. She goes, No, I have clippings. She was like, I'll give you clippings, like don't buy it. How are they doing? How are the clippings? They are thriving. They have like they propagated them and like the little these little like pink vases and they look really pretty i have like one next to my succulents one on my altar like they're very they're doing well i love it because we're both dog moms but we're also plant moms yes yes we are like for now that's the only mothering that we only have the capacity for those types of mothering right 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 right. and our dogs our dogs are friends Papas is a little aggressive. Papas is very aggressive. He's just like a super hyper terrier. He's like a year old. He is like, he cannot be around like other small dogs. He needs to be around like the big boys, honestly. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway. Anyways, the other thing that we do like Comadre Levels is when we got our joint bank account. Yes. We we got our joint bank account. We went to the bank. Obviously, we went to the bank. And we (laughs) opened up our bank account. And it's so funny because Mala and I do, like, very partner-y things. You know, because we are partners. We're partners in podcasting. We're, like, you know, we have a very, like, romantic, platonic relationship. Like, we send each other good morning text messages, you know. (laughs) But obviously, we're homegirls. We're comadres. But we get asked constantly if, like, we're partners. Partners. Like, if we're in a romantic relationship. Right. And we're always, like, no. But, like... It looks like it, definitely. Yeah, and maybe like, um, you know, maybe more functional. Yeah, than many a romantic relationship. Maybe. I mean, damn. <laughs> maybe. No, it's super cute. I mean, we'll shop for clothes together, like if we have an event, because we like to coordinate. We like matching outfits. We accidentally coordinate all the time. Yes, it does happen accidentally. Um, I think we just are in rhythm right now. Yeah, aesthetic, an aesthetic rhythm. We're also like very in sync. Yeah. I feel it. Like, sometimes we'll, we'll, like, text each other, like, things that the other was going to text. No. (laughs) Like, we'll text each other something that the other was going to text. You know what I mean? I'm like, stop it. I was just going to tell you this. The thoughts are, like, here on the forefront. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Yeah, no, no, no. We joke. I'm like, Dios is is the only person who sends me my good morning beautiful text It's true. It's true. I send her a good morning text every day, She sends me a good morning text every day day yes and partnership and when we don't talk Woo! like in if we don't talk for like 12 hours to 24 hours i freak out it's like weird she's yeah. like just checking in because it feels weird that we haven't yeah. spoken i'm like why have we not been day? talking all day like we normally do because usually we're texting and run ig dm and twitter dm and sometimes also facebook at the same time, the same talking time. about different things. And then sometimes we will both switch between our personal and the Locatora account <laughs> on all the platforms. So we'll like, I'll I'm be talking dead. to her from two profiles on every platform. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, our sister... Like, what do we even talk about everything? Everything. We're plotting. We're plotting. We're literally always talking about something. 
at all times. When I tell you, like, we are, like, podcasting 24-7, like, sometimes it's first thing in the morning. It's like, good morning. This is what we have going on right, today. Right, Well, and then the other day, I was out here in Boyle Heights for work, and when I was driving back to the office, I called Mala, and we had, like, a 25-minute work call as I was driving to my other job, and I was like, okay... This is the kind of shit you got to do. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. had, like, a full-ass meeting in, the, in that 25-minute drive. Oh, like, yeah. No, we hustle. Like, we really do. Yeah. We, we eat, breathe, and sleep this shit, to be honest. We literally do. I mean, yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. More about being a comadre. Right. Going back to comadreando, like, it's interesting, like, the way... I feel like once you get to, like, comadreship, comadrehood, like, it's a very different type of relationship mm-hmm. where, like, it's almost like, like, you're, it's like, I, like I said earlier, like, you, it's like a status unlocked, right? So, it's like, you're above the home girl, you're closer than the friend, you're, like, kind of like a sister, but not necessarily, so, and I, and I feel like the way Mala said in the beginning, it's like, comadres, like, will take care of each other, literally, they yes. take care of each other's kids, there's, like, so much support in that once you have children. Ooh. I mean, obviously, we joke, like, we don't have children. But, like, seeing the way our mothers have, like, have had their friends, like, be in our lives and help us and the tias and the primas and the yes. comadres, like, literally having, like, this community of and this network of women, it's really important for, like, like financial support, like... Comadres have like tandas, like they'll have um, what's the word in English? Like a tanda, unions. exactly. Like they'll have Informal like a co-op, unions. like a cooperative type thing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And like they'll put like a hundred bucks each month, and then one time, this girl gets it, this mujer gets it, and so on and so forth, right? And that that kind of like informal economy is like really really important. So and important. Also, if like women need to have money separate from their partners always yes always like if you're always. if you if a, a woman is married to a man right like do you want a joint bank account like do you want him to know everything that you're spending you know what i mean does and, he needs to know about all of your right. assets and prop whatever you have whatever exactly. it is that you have so having that kind of like informal support well informal in the sense that it's not like at a bank right that's what I mean. Like, I think that that is also a really important part of survival that we don't always talk about. No. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day. Is like, in the community at large, mm-hmm. like, the amount of currency that we have yes. between us to survive, there's more of us than there is currency. Right. What we end up doing, and I was just... Because within, like, my own family and, like, looking at my mother and her comadres and just, like, all of our lives... There's especially one woman that um, her daughter, I went to, Lilia, you know, that I've known this girl since I was in, like, pre-K and till now. So, like, lifelong friends and, like, other comadres, right, and their moms. And my mom and, like, her comadres would lend each other money all the time. Like, there was a time where, like, my parents did not have money for my sister's one semester, one semester of her tuition. And you know how universities are? They don't give a fuck. They'll lock you out they'll of your dorm. They'll lock you out of your class. Like, they'll drop you from classes, and then you're dropped from the university. They'll lock you out of your dorm so your key card doesn't work. And my it's sister was up. going to school in New York at the time, and it was winter. And so she, like, they had locked her out of her dorm. They had locked her out of the cafeteria, all this bullshit because of the tuition. One of my mom's comadres, like lent us money and like went without electricity in her house for like 24 hours so that my parents could put money for my sister's tuition damn and that's but it's been back and forth back and forth like that for years yeah 
And then now growing up, now that me and my sister are young adults, we see sort of the same trends happening mm-hmm. between us and our friends. Right. We help each other out because there's more of us than there are resources. Mm-hmm. So we end up, it's like when you have your bank accounts and you're constantly moving around money. I feel like in our communities, yeah. we're just always moving around money. Right, right, right. Just to cover this for today, and then you'll get me back mm-hmm. next week, and now we're going to cover this, you yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and building off of that, like, having that support, that social support, like, to even, like, have, like, your kids be, like, babysat, or, like, having your kids, like, they they go to, like, your house, like, or, like, the other person's house after school. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that there's, mm-hmm. that kind of, like, safety net. There's that support that's really important in our communities. And, like, we see that, like, that whole, like, that saying of, like, it takes a village, right? Like, yes. literally, it takes, like, comadres. It takes sisterhood. It takes the primas. Like, everybody, like, being involved. And a lot of, I feel like a lot of us are raised by, like, multiple people in our families. Oh, yeah. Because it, oh, is, yeah. it is that kind of, like, well, I cannot stay at home because I have to work right so I'm gonna leave you with like your Nina mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave you with your abuela yeah and so on and so forth absolutely and child care is expensive yes you know so that's another sort of it's, economic. it's still an economic support absolutely and I also love how comadre and comrade are so similar right in spelling and I think that like when you take all these things into account it's basically the same thing it is because we're surviving mm-hmm. oppression mm-hmm Right, and also, like, okay, so if we want to move beyond, like, being in survival mode, right, and, like, Mm -hmm. we want to actually be thriving individuals, thriving women, thriving beings, like, you don't thrive by yourself. Like, you need your, like, comadres, you need your homegirls with you. Yeah. If not, like, are you really thriving? Are you really thriving? Mm -hmm. And you should want them with you, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think part of, like, what I love, like, Mm -hmm. we talked about, you know, like, Our parties and our events on the podcast, I love that it's become a place, whether in the comment section or at our in real life meetups, where like listeners are getting to know each other and are becoming friends or becoming lovers or whatever it is. Yes. And um, yeah, like I just, I want this to be a place where like you could be a comadre and you can thrive in it. Absolutely. Yes. Cute. Cute. Okay, so my question for all of y'all, our question for all of y'all is, um, what does comadrehood look like in your life? Yes. And like, yes. what does being a comadre mean to you? That is my question for y'all. So we're going to link, we're going to do a text post for y'all to answer. But I'm really curious as like, are you a Nina? And like, what does that mean for you? Or like, what is your relationship with your Nina like? What is like sisterhood and like camaraderie? Like, yeah. ma- like Mala said, like comadre and comrade are very similar words, you know? And like, that doesn't seem accidental. Nope. Nope. <laughs> right? Nope. There's still, like, a lot of politics behind it. So, yeah. What does that look like for y'all? We cannot wait to hear. We want to hear about your experiences. Um, and, yeah, as always, like, if there are topics or other subject matter that you want to hear us talk about, yes. if you have questions or ideas, please contact us. Uh, email us, locatoraradio at gmail.com, um, because we're always looking for more ideas and, and things to chat about. Yes, yes. And, like, we've been very, like, uh, the past few capítulos been, have been very interview-based, where we have, like, a lot of guests yes. on, um, which we will continue to be doing, but we also, like, really enjoy having, like, our, just, like, recording the two of us and having our, like, locatora capítulos, like, solo entre nosotras. Yeah. So it's also good to, like, have that mix and balance. 
So, yes, I mean, if there's something specific y'all want to hear about, like, you know, we can talk about in our Oye Loca segment or just in the capitulo in general. Yeah. So, just as a reminder, come out this Friday, July 13th um, to come see Coast City and Sotomayor for the Levitt Pavilion Summer Concert Series at MacArthur Park. We're going to be FEMCs. Um, LA Meetup, August 11th, a location to be determined. Yes, and yeah, so we're super excited. So many opportunities to like come out and be in community and hang out and do all those fun things. Um, so just as reminders, you can tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audioboom, SoundCloud, and you can visit us to watch our behind the scenes at youtube.com slash Radio, a.k.a. Localandia. And as always, you can keep up with our aventuras and our locuras on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locatora underscore radio. Make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Always think about liking, subscribing, sharing, commenting. Um, And we're going to leave you with a fun throwback song. (laughs) This is a blast from the past, from 2002. Let's see if you all remember this song and the dance that came with it. Yes. Let us know. We, like, want to debut this somewhere. Somewhere. We'll see. To be determined. (laughs) Anyway, okay, Locamores, thank you so much for tuning in to another capítulo of Locatora Radio. This is Mala. And this is Diosa. Catch you next time. Besitos. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52. 36. 42. Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.